mysteries, mysteries. Mysteries Inc. Mysteries Inc. Mysteries Inc. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Mysteries, Inc. I'm Spring. I'm Joe. And we are here to give you stories about the strange, unusual, what is it, history, mystery, conspiracies, and creatures? Yeah. Although we, 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 I know we lack on the <laughs> conspiracies, you said. Well, yeah. I've uh, found some. Well, we'll get to some. But I really like the cryptids. They're just my... <laughs> my <laughs> Some conspiracies come in with folklore kind of things, you know, where there's like some, you know, devious or, you know, nefarious works behind it. And that's conspiracy because they conspire to kill people or to overthrow things or... There you go. To, like, you know, in folklore, a lot of times they often conspire to scare little children to do what they are supposed to do. You know what I found about the conspiracies, actually, when I start researching them is that they're, they're not as exciting... <laughs> you, think. you get like okay once you lay out the per, the basic it takes about like two sec or two sentences it's not that exciting it's like that whole taylor swift 13 13 13 thing where they kept on saying like what's the number of travis kelsey what's the number of this super bowl it's all right. 13s and it's i'm like just someone saying uh like well, did you think about maybe? <laughs> I was like, well, I got nothing. Like, I found one about Jim Morrison supposedly being um, Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> what? Yeah, that, like, that he didn't actually die. He uh, <coughs> just, like, he, that he was a CIA operative would the whole time. would explain all the Viagra. <laughs> like, because he wants a rock star, mm. always a rock star. <laughs> yeah, supposedly he was, uh, like, a CIA asset the whole time. His dad apparently was... Uh, someone involved in the the Gulf of Tonkin too, so it's like double conspiracies because that's a, that was a whole conspiracy that is that what got us that got us into somewhere I don't somewhere know. we did some stuff but I couldn't find anything other than yeah someone <laughs> said maybe so was, that's enough for me <laughs> anyways so. <laughs> Let's get started on our actual stories today. Yeah, rock, paper, scissors. Let's do it. I've been, right. I won You've a been practicing. Times. Have you been practicing on yourself? Yes. <laughs> Two hands. Two hands. Double fisted. Sometimes it's really hard because you try not to overthink it and you just go with it. <laughs> a lot of times it's a lot of paper because it's like, ah! <laughs> All right. All right. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. Oh, yes! Shit. Yes! Scissors! Roll. Scissors! Yes. All right. So this week I had found an amazing story. It's called, I, I titled it Making and Taken because <laughs> it's it's a little of both. It's two. Um, two oh, I was thinking making like making Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like I'm making this and I'm taking this. And um, these stories come from uh, Australian Aboriginal mythology. So, okay. you know, we're going down under the Dirawang. Is a creature from the dream time. And if you don't know, the dream time is a time before humans. The aboriginals thought when like demons, gods, and spirits had roamed the earth before it became the earth we know now. Okay. Neat. Dirawang is in the form of a goanna lizard. And this might be not a point of reference for some of our listeners, but Joe will get this. 
Um, the movie, The Rescuers Down Under, I think it is, The Mice, it's a Disney movie. Yeah. I where they rescue that. that little girl with the golden eagle yep. eggs, and there's that long creature, Joanna. Oh, So, yeah. like, they have, they're known to have, like, really long bodies and sharp claws and teeth, and they're just, like, a really long lizard. Okay. That's what Dirawong looks like. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I figured. What's the actual kind of lizard again? It's called a, uh... Goana. Goana? Okay. Which is why I think it's named Joanna. Because oh, Goana, you nice. know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to eat eggs and stuff. Yes. <laughs> the Dirawong is a protector, according to the Bunda Jonglung Nation, which consists of 15 Aboriginal tribes. Hmm. He played the role of teacher, teaching them about science, medicine, and how to live on the land, and the parts of their culture, such as like important ceremonies and rituals. So he was a really yeah, amazing guy. Pretty smart lizard. Yeah. <laughs> he protects the tribes from the rainbow serpent, which sounds so... That's cool. <laughs> the rainbow serpent is a creator god, though, that is viewed as a giver of life. And it's um because of its close association with water. Like, hmm. the rainbow serpent's affiliated with rain and rainbows. Like, you know, so it kind of okay. looks like a... Yep snake that comes after about to rain and just like large bodies of water and in rainstorms there are there's a dangerous side to the rainbow serpent so when he gets upset he's known to create chaos the bunda junglung which i wish there was a better way to say that in their lore there's a weum and a weum means a clever man or a man with great powers okay and he called upon Darawang to protect a bird that was being chased by the rainbow serpent. They chased after each other, going east, and in the process, they formed part of the Richmond River. Darawang caught the rainbow serpent in uh, halfway down the Evans River, forming its banks and getting bit in the process. Darawang escaped in order to heal from the snake bite, and in his escape, he dropped blood at a place called Goana Headland, thus explaining the red the deposit of red ochre have you ever okay. heard of yeah. red ochre yeah it's it's a colored clay yes. and from oxidized materials i did or minerals i didn't know it was like eh, basically rust i guess i never really looked into it. <laughs> i wanted now to make I sure i knew what i was talking about hey, yeah. <laughs> the rainbow servant serpent made its way to evan's head and went west or wait and looking for dirawang and when he didn't see him the serpent turned around and went west up the evans river and coiled himself around creating snake island his body turning into a river makes the larger island known as Pelican Island. When Deer Wong recovered, he made his way out to find the Rainbow Serpent and finish their fight. The Rainbow Serpent saw Deer Wong coming and quickly went out to the Tasman Sea and transformed into an island so that Deer Wong wouldn't recognize him. And they don't know the location of this island. They just know that he is out there somewhere. And so Deer Wong lays on the coast and he waits just in case he comes back and starts causing some mischief. Mm. Nice. Even though it's a creator god, which feels so weird because it's like <clears throat> creator gods, like ones that are in charge of rain and water and stuff that it feels like those would be more like positives. But like, apparently it's like, it, it, I don't know. It gets a move. Wasn't that that one that grabs people's nuts also creator god? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's not the same as fighting with a protector lizard. You know, like that's like going full on like Godzilla. <laughs> like <laughs> bag of chitty. <laughs> Bago chitty, bido bido. <laughs> so now I go into the second one because that was a little short, but it was interesting. Yeah. This one is a, a horrific and creepy creature with a fun name. Yarama Yahoo. And it's so cute because it's like Y A R A 
dash M A dash Y H A dash H or W H O. So it really ends with a who. You know, like, <laughs> and that's a fun one. But it's not amazing because some accounts say it looks like a little red frog-like man with a huge head, a large toothless mouth, and suckers on the ends of its hands and feet. Hmm. I will show you a picture because yeah, you're not gonna you're you're gonna you're gonna be impressed. Um, so <laughs> I'm gonna turn around my my laptop so you can see the oh no no the, this is kind of what they imagine. Oh, weird. He's like a angry frog baby. Oh, yes, wow. and it has like a large mouth and suckers on its hands, huh. and it's really freaking creepy because it's it's supposed to be like four feet tall, <laughs> and um, so like some accounts say it looks like a frog man. Others <clears throat> say it's red and covered with fur and has a large head with matching mouth and stomach. And suckers on its fingers and toes. Now, the thing is that it hides in fig trees. Okay. And it waits patiently for a traveler or... It's always a traveler. Or some human to come and sit underneath for a rest. And then drops down with its fingers and its toes to start sucking the blood out of the person. Now, it also then swallows the victim whole. But it's so exhausting trying to get through sucking down this creature or these people that it needs a nap so after it like sucks down the person it like goes to get a drink and takes a nap and like throws you up (laughs) (laughs) now here's the thing if you did not have enough blood like when you get when you're regurgitated you are shorter than you were to begin with because all the blood loss and your skin is kind of like a red tint now if you're you have enough wherewithal you can escape. That's your moment because it's napping. But if it wakes up, it's going to keep trying to swallow you and keep on spitting you out until all your blood's gone and then you become a Yarama Yahoo. Uh, oh, is that, so you just keep turning redder and redder until, until you, you turn into you this little hairy. Into little yeah. Angry yeah. frog baby. But like you end up with like suction cups on your fingers and like a big old toothless methed out ma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, holy crap. Oh, the main reason why that tale is told is because it's to scare little kids. That's the only reason that I found on why they're telling. It's to tell misbehaving children to keep them from wandering and not listening. That Like, oh, like so many stories. You want to go and be lazy and sit by the tree, wait for the Yaramahu to come along, and they're going to suck your blood out and eat you and spit you out and eat you again. And That's creepy. So everyone else can't see this, but but now that Spring is using a uh, a laptop instead of her phone, she talks very animatedly. <laughs> you might be able to hear the occasional <laughs> smacking of the table. I hands flailing. I'm not good for people with epilepsy because I talk with my hands a lot, and it's like worse than a strobe light. <laughs> I'm but just my... like watching you, like. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> My public speaking skills are amazing. I can emote like crazy. <laughs> I'm going to close this beast up. All right. So, Mr. Joseph, what is your story? Regale me with your tale. So, today we are going to talk about puckwudgies. Have you ever heard of them? A puckwudgie? Yeah. Hold oh, he's going to bark. <laughs> got the dog. Uh, you guys can probably hear that. The, the dog getting restless. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think he's going to be all right. 
so yeah, we're gonna talk about puck wedgies. So puck wedgies are these little creatures from Wampanoag uh, mythology. Now, I have to ask, it doesn't look like it's spelled like puke wedgies. Not quite. Well, it's P U K. And then almost looks like wedgie. Okay, okay, okay. Just wondering, just wondering, because that's how I'm imagining it is spelled. I saw a few (laughs) different uh, spellings, and I did accidentally type puke multiple times. (laughs) So I'm not alone. Okay, all right. So it's translated as little man of the woods that vanishes. And... uh, What the hell? (laughs) So they they have a pretty wide range. Well, first I'll tell you what they look like. So they... They have the ability to appear and disappear, and they are technically shapeshifters, but they most commonly take a form that looks kind of like a porcupine from the back and a trollish-looking human from the front. What the fuck? And they're small. <laughs> they're like two or three feet tall. That's well, thank God. That's to point nine meters for, for everyone else. Um, yeah, I know, exactly. I'm glad. that Although, them being small is kind of creepy in its own no, way. No, you can kick shit that's small. <laughs> they're also, well, they're, they're described as being, like, childlike. So, like, li- oh, little demon creepy. children, kind of. <laughs> With spiky backs. Right. So you can only and kick them on one side. <laughs> apparently they have, they're, they're said to be packing in the trunk. So, little, big-butted, porcupine-looking <laughs> trolls. They will bounce. <laughs> <laughs> So they have, like I said, they have a pretty wide range. They are said to be found in Delaware, Prince Edward Island, which is Nova Scotia. Global. Yeah. Yep. Nova uh, Scotia. <laughs> Indiana, along the kind of Great Lakes there, even. Um, and uh, Massachusetts is kind of where they're most common. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Have you ever heard of the Bridgewater Triangle? That might be a, a, that might be a good episode for another day. But kind of like... It's the the north woods or like northeast woods Bermuda Triangle type thing. It's yeah. it's an area where there's a lot of paranormal activity, from yeah, UFOs yeah. to Bigfoot, uh, a lot of weird weird stuff. My mom always had a lot of books that were about like a lot of like different ghost stories and stuff like that, and like str- strange phenomena. So like that doesn't that doesn't sound too unfamiliar. So it's not surprising that there would be these yeah. guys too there, but this is it's kind of their like their whole whole shtick is the Wamp that's where the Wampanoag were and so Oh. And that's where their their origins really come from. So it could have been just little Native American children with porcupine backs and gigantic butts just running uh, around naked. Not quite, but <laughs> so <laughs> biting were, you. <laughs> they were said to be friendly with humans before. Okay. And then there was kind of like a whole spat that now they're they're very hostile. Oh, well actually okay. they range from playful to hostile. Um and I'd even seen there's like a regional, like apparently, the, apparently they're particularly bad in Massachusetts, uh, or like South New England. That's where the gangs are tougher. And they'll, but they'll like they'll mostly just play tricks on you everywhere else. Um, and so if if you get on their bad side, you're subject to anything from these nasty tricks to just straight up murder or kidnapping for more nefarious reasons. We'll get to that. Yes. So sometimes they'll just follow you to make you feel uneasy, and that's the least. It's just a prank, bro. <laughs> just, to, just to make you feel like you're being followed. Um, but then often they'll try to get you lost so that you might just oh. die, starve and die. It's oh. uh, a really long game. Prank. Sometimes they'll push you off a cliff. I don't know why they like to do that, but my guess is that's kind of one of those, oh, so-and-so fell off a cliff, the pug wedgie's got it. Sometimes they kidnap people, particularly women of 
breeding age. <laughs> Childbearing course, age. Of course. Yeah, so that was a little uh, creepy thing I read. Not so, you, <laughs> Ethel. Not you. Just um, her. <laughs> and then sometimes they'll just like attack you with little knives or spears. And what sometimes fuck? they'll just blind you. <laughs> With the knives and spears? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that is, like, that's kick-worthy. Like, <laughs> I think they gotta get you on the ground, too, because they're not tall enough to just, unless they toss it, a little spear. <laughs> they climb up you. I'm just imagining just more viciously climbing up the front of you and, like, just... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, kind of where, where they came, like, a little deeper into the Wampanoag lore. Uh, they're enemies of this mythical figure, and this is kind of where it sounds like the hostilities come from okay so they're enemies of Maushap the giant and he's an interesting guy in his own right uh he's he's said to have lived near what is now cape cod uh, okay before the wampanoag or like and he still kind of remained as a spirit um when they came but he was they attributed some some landscape to him so basically oh. he was said to be so big that he his diet consisted of whales and he <laughs> put all these boulders out there, like, further out into the ocean to, like, easier scoop out the whales. Oh. So, <laughs> so there's that. And then uh, at one point he emptied his pipe ashes into the ocean and it became the island which is now Nantucket. <laughs> he, oh, uh, beautiful reference. <laughs> his, like, best friend was a giant frog. And uh, his wife is named Granny Squanet, who sometimes <laughs> takes the form of a woodland creature or a, a sea creature. So she cosplays yeah, for him. She roleplays. Yeah, <laughs> we are and not so, here to kink shame. <laughs> with all the the annoying things the uh, puckwudgies were doing, humans complained to his wife, and she, like hit her and her husband decided to like tell them to round them all up, and they tossed them everywhere, and that's how they got farther. <laughs> that's why they they have such a wide range. That's what and, they did in Harry Potter with the garden gnomes. They just start throwing them over the fence. <laughs> Funny enough, these actually, there's a Harry Potter reference. Oh, yay! <laughs> so, so we'll get to that later. But, um, so, like, they were pissed off, and they came back, and they were fighting, and so basically this started, like, a little war. Yeah. With the humans and this giant, and, the, like, on their side, against the little pug wedgies. And so they fight a lot. There was, apparently it sounds like they're ethnically cleansing the pug wedgies. <laughs> <laughs> For a good reason. They were just starting to fight back. They were <laughs> tricking them, and they're like, we're going to displace you. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, we're not going to have you so, get do this. So, anyways. Um, yeah. That's what kind of started the war. Um, oh, another fun thing about the uh, this moss shop and, and Granny Squinit is when they fight, Yeah, that's what that causes storms. So Oh. <laughs> it's electric sometimes. <laughs> and now for the, the Harry Potter thing... Apparently, I, I'm not up on the newer stuff, like the American, no. you know, ones. When yeah. They, you know, whatever the, I don't even remember the name of the new movies when they came. But uh, there's a, one of the houses in America, in the American school is Puck okay. So. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Nice. No, I, didn't, I haven't been keeping up with the American stuff either, because I just, I don't know, I haven't been there yet. No, I, I, maybe I'll get to it at some point. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, but, that's intriguing. I love the puck wedgies, and they're like mischievous name, little shits. Yeah, I mean, exactly. They're everything from like, oh, that's kind of cheeky and fun to like, dude, they just 
took that lady. Well, it sounds like fairies, you know, almost because fairies are often known to be like either like I don't know, everybody has this romanticized view of fairies, but there's also like a really oh, really a real gruesome, dark yeah, dark yeah. side. So it's like that's what they kind of remind me of, but just with a funner name and like more I don't know fucking critters. That old B like level B list uh, horror movie critters where oh, they were like yeah. those little aliens that were like fuzzy and I don't know. I'm still not putting my money off of the fact that it could have been just the children of the Wampums that were like <laughs> the Wampanoags. Sorry, the Wamp. I, I apologize, the Wampanoags. That um, that they were just disguising in porcupine kind of costumes for ritualistic things and to go and attack people. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fun theory. I like that. <laughs> oh, the dog just sneezed. I just started my own conspiracy. <laughs> That's how easy it is. <laughs> All right. And if you want more tips on how to start your own conspiracy, <laughs> make sure you keep following us here at Mysteries Inc. See you next week, guys. <laughs> Bye, you guys. <laughs> want to help us get into more ears? Help us grow by following, rating, and reviewing wherever you're listening. This is especially helpful in iTunes, so pop over and give us a rating if you can. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook as well. Feel free to leave any questions or comments.